0: Make sure to subscribe, share with your friends, and enjoy the episode. Well, welcome back, everyone. Today, I have two brothers. Actually, we've never had two brothers on the podcast, so I'm super stoked about this. But also, even though I'm in Colorado, I have that big Southern heart. So many people ask me about Southern accent. So we even have Texans on the podcast today. Oh, it's awesome representing the big state of Texas. So, welcome to the podcast, Willow City. Thank you so and
1: much for having us. We're excited to be here. This yeah.
0: Of course, I'm super excited to have you guys. I've been following your Instagram for not even a year, so I don't know if you'll call me a fan or whatever you call people, but <laughs> I There's I don't a know
1: good of time.
0: yeah, there you go I just <laughs> I think I followed it through some friends that I have here actually in Colorado and I was like, oh my gosh, their music is like hyping me up and I loved it time. and like y'all's music videos you kind of like are I don't know. Ajr in a way. Have y'all yes. heard of that band before? Yeah, so, I love Ajr. Yeah, love yeah, yeah. Bands. So I don't know, yeah. you guys. It just shows like how much you love life and just mm-hmm. this joy, and and y'all are you know followers of Jesus too. So that's a plus. So yeah. 100%. So I was like, we gotta have you on the podcast. Thank
1: you. All We're right. so excited. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having me.
0: You're welcome. Well, perfect. So because I barely know anything about you guys other than you're from Texas and your brothers, um, yeah. and then people here know barely anything about you guys would love for you guys to tell about you guys personally um as well as what God has been teaching you guys
1: yeah okay well I'll just dive in and start start. I'm Beecher I'm the oldest brother so we have uh there are four siblings total in our family and then Ezra and I are in Willow City so I'm 29 I I uh I'm trying to think of you know like what's my quick rundown for you but (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Type A firstborn. That's a pretty good rundown. Um, He's bossy. I <laughs> <laughs> typical firstborn. Okay. Yes, I am yes. bossy. I handle more like the visual slash marketing side of the music. Okay. uh Business, and then as there's more on the creative side, I'll let him speak a little into that. Um, but then I think you know something that I've been learning recently. There's so much, but I, I, uh, I think something I've been learning recently is like don't um don't look down on small beginnings so like mm. it's right now we're in this process we signed with the label and we're in this process of releasing music so we've released um one single from the project and the next one will come out in like late february ish um nice. and so but in the process you're working with a lot more people we've had a lot more people to the team And the timelines, you know, are extended and nothing seems to move quite as quickly as with 15 or 20 people as it does with like two people or three people. Um, But I think in that process, it's just like, you know, what it feels like it's small steps. It's baby steps. And so just like do the next thing in front of you Mm. as far as like whether it's, you know, creating a piece of content or writing a song or whatever that next step is, do that. And and. That's kind of those small steps build up into the larger project, mm-hmm. right? And so all of a sudden you'll be able to look back a year from now and realize like, oh my gosh, wow, I've come a long way. Yeah. All through a series of small steps. That's what I've been learning. So alright I'm going to jump in here. I'm Ezra. I'm of the four kids. I'm second born. Uh, I push back against <laughs> Uh First bornness very much. Uh, <laughs> I rebel. <laughs> I rebel against it. Um, no, but I'm, as Beecher said, I'm kind of the music guy. So in the band, I, I, uh, write most of the songs. We do a lot of co-writing together, but I write the majority. And then I'm also producer. So Amazing I um, producer, co-produce with, uh, the CEO of our label, um, down in Miami, which is quite, quite an incredible experience and yeah. it's, it's incredible. And, and so I do a lot of, I do a lot of the production in Texas and then we take it to Nashville and record some in Nashville and then we take it to Miami where our label is and uh, record it in Miami. So it's quite the uh, the triangle of of places. Wow. Um, it's awesome. Uh, I'm trying to think of what uh what else we need to say what about ourselves. Burning? We've been doing music for several years as brothers. Thank um, you. yeah. I think that question is coming. That'll but... come up. Okay, it's coming. Well, I,
0: he was ready I though. I love it. <laughs> I won't
1: spill the beans. But something that the Lord is teaching me. Ooh. What do I pick? <laughs> There's so much. I think the importance of community. Um especially in the entertainment industry, you have to because we travel a ton for work. Mm. And so um it's it's you have a very different life than the quote unquote normal um, nine to five job, uh, you know, do your thing, you get two weeks off a year. You know, it's, for us, it's like you work all the time, you travel a ton. Um, and so the importance of surrounding yourself with community, not only at home, uh, we live about an hour outside of Austin, Texas, right in the middle of the state. And we, I have a great community here. But then for me, it's also so crucial to have we were talking earlier about our mutual friend georgia brown and and like there's there's a group in nashville um that's just incredible and and i'm so close with and it's encouraging because they're in the same industry Mm. and so we have the same struggles we have the same victories we have the same uh thoughts and doubts and fears and 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 just struggles of life because they're on the road we're on the road um one of my best friends and mentor is an actor in the inter- in films. And so he, and again, same thing. It's like, he has the same struggles he has. Uh, and so it's cool because you can walk with community. You can walk kind of arm in arm together, even though you're not in the same place, but the cool thing about technology now, it's like, you don't have to be. And so yeah. uh, there's lots of phone calls. There's lots of uh, Skypes and Zooms, but it's like, I think the importance of just pursuing Jesus together, even though we're not geographically in the same place um but we are together just not together together face to face yeah
0: right on i love that guys and to kind of like tie what both of you were saying i think that's super cool with like the small beginnings as well as community and just knowing like this is a very unique thing for you guys to do in the music industry like i know there are a lot of people doing that sort of thing now but like it's it's not something that someone's gonna roll out of bed and be like boom okay i want to you know start making music or whatever so for you guys like to walk out in this calling and then for god to surround you guys with these type people to make you see like okay i'm not alone in this but also for you to see like okay these small beginnings do give other opportunities and you know to be thankful for those moments too like those are awesome things so thanks for sharing guys Uh, super cool yeah absolutely Okay, so Ezra was kind of already jumping into it, which I love. But (laughs) (laughs) um, what are kind of the basics that y'all could tell us about your journey with music and with Willow City? How was all that coming?
1: So we we I've I've played guitar since I was three and piano since I was five. We all grew grew up like singing quiet, you know, like in choir by six, singing together. So we um I started playing banjo crazy when I was sixteen, and so we uh someone asked us to play a relay for life fundraiser and so we we're like ah should we should we do that and so we we're like sure why not we we're jamming with some buddies at the time so we played for 30 minutes and we we're like that was really fun and then somebody called us and they were like hey can y'all come play um at this opening of this event and so we were like sure so we kept doing doing these little things and it just kind of snowballed and picked up and snowballed and snowballed and and got bigger and bigger and bigger and and at the time we were playing uh bluegrass and folk music wow so it was like Hillbilly you know, no, from okay. the sticks. We were, we were Texas Hillbillies. And, um, and so as we progressed, we um, were very out-of-the-box thinkers. We, you mentioned AJR earlier. Uh, we're very out-of-the-box, creative, don't want to do it like anybody else has done it. Um, and Bluegrass, for anyone who's been involved in the Bluegrass world, I love it to death. It is the least... Uh, creative place ever. Oh, no. In terms of like, when you go to a festival, you better not have a drum. That's all I'll say. And now, if we ever wanted to go back to playing bluegrass, we are toast because yeah. us we're yes. just disliking
0: yeah, exactly. we bluegrass. Music. I love
1: bluegrass. <laughs> just uh, the 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 creativity the is a little is a little stagnant. And so we're like, let's. What if we did kind of our own twist on this? And so mm-hmm. as the as we played and and wrote and produced it just got more and more funky and creative and then we we just tr- over the years just transitioned and then um a few years ago we we're like okay let's get serious about this so we started willow city um and started producing and and putting out like pop music but pop music that's in infu- infused with folk uh roots and mm-hmm. melodies so uh that's kind of where where we're we're headed towards where we're going and uh we're yeah we're excited about the sound
0: wow that is awesome. I had, like, literally no idea that that was y'all's background with that. So, it's, wow, that's super cool. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hillbillies. <laughs> Hillbillies. I mean, it makes sense being from Texas, but <laughs>
1: oh,
0: <my God. laughs> oh, that's awesome. Wow. Guys, that I don't know. I love that you took one genre of music and kind of, like, transformed it into your vision of music, if you will. Like, I don't know. A lot of people won't do that. So, man, I feel inspired I think even with that. that's
1: fun thing about creativity is that, you know, it – it really like being truly creative is about thinking outside the box or Mm -hmm. taking what somebody has done already and putting your own twist on it so it's there's a great book called steal like an artist and that's you know kind of the basic gist of the book is like everything has been done before to an extent but you can put your your spin on it Mm.
0: yeah And I I think that's kind of what you need to in the creator's world, I've been learning, you know, is kind of putting your spin on your own things so that people even find you through that, you know, instead of following what other people do and such. So that's super cool. So speaking of creativity, let's talk about when y'all lack creativity. What kind of gets you out of that mindset when you're like, oh, I just can't think of our next song or...
1: Yeah. go first okay we have I think we have very different answers yes very different I like Ezra's answer better than mine um so so everyone knows um but when I am in a creative rut I like to like work out I like to read a lot and then I like to just start doing it whether it's like writing or you know um creating I have a denim line too and so like if I'm kind of stuck in like okay what's my next collection gonna look like or what's my next sort of fashion thing gonna be I mean just I mean watching beautiful films I'm very like if I immerse myself in it <clears throat> I that helps me get out of it but then I have to do it I can't just stay there because it's easy to just like stay immersed and not actually put some feet onto the uh, feeling that mm. makes sense yeah. um, okay yes yeah. okay my answer to that is um, there's a book called the war of art like I to play on yeah. or this, this book is called the war of art by Stephen Pressfield. And, um, and in it, he kind of, I read that book and I was like, man, it was, it was definitely a very formative book for me. And so I took that book and kind of implemented it in my life, uh, which is, I am very, very disciplined in my creativity. And the, because the idea it's like, okay, we're, we're, making music for a living and so you can't just write when the inspiration hits mm-hmm. um and that's so often when you hear people doing it as a hobby, it's like oh i didn't feel like it and so or oh i just got hit by this inspiration it's like that's cool but if, if you're doing it as a living like you have to produce and you have to put out songs and you have to you can't just wait for the inspiration to hit mm-hmm. and so um for me i'm very structured and i will show up when i'm in I'm not always in this season, but when I'm in a writing and production season of writing for a new record, I will show up at 9 a.m. and I will work all day, a normal work day until I'm done. Um, Sometimes that's six, sometimes that's 10 o'clock at night, you know, but I'm very disciplined to show up at nine and and just work. And there have been days when I beat my head against a wall all day long and don't get anything. Mm -hmm. But in general, like, There have also been days when I literally am just, I show up at nine and I work, but I don't get anything until 3 p.m. And then all of a sudden, it's like this thing that I had been working on all day that I just wasn't feeling inspired about. Something just clicks and it's like, yes, here's the idea. Mm -hmm. And so anyways, that's for me just staying very disciplined, showing up every day and just hammering it out, whatever that means.
0: Wow, I love that. You know, there, uh, I think there was a book I once read, I don't remember exactly what, but it was something like with things like creativity and, you know, like music industry or even for authors trying to come up with a book idea, what they'll do is they'll take like, you know, one hour and they'll literally just write down everything, even the stuff that's you're like, okay, that was weird, you know, and they'll, they'll look back on that hour and be like, oh wait, there was actually some really good stuff in that. So I think that's like super cool that that's kind of how your mind rolls with that is like, okay, I'm going to start working. And you know, if something at three o'clock comes to my brain, then we're going to roll with that. So yeah, that's super cool. That's
1: what, and I think Ezra's done such a cool job. Like during 2020 he taught himself how to produce Mm -hmm. and that's what he did every day, like nine to seven or nine to nine or whatever. Just like go down every day, learn how to produce, write songs. And the growth in that was amazing. Like the difference from January to December 31st was insane. And, um, I don't know if you know, Kathy Buchanan, but she writes a lot for focus on the family. She does okay. like a lot of not a scene stuff. And she, I used to work a lot in the radio drama world. And so she was, we were talking once and she heard like block of time is like five to seven. She writes from 5am to 7am, then she's done. And that's how like Ezra does it. Steven Pressfield. So it's, I think it's a lot of, it's a lot about training your mind mm-hmm. to be creative. Like so going back to what you were saying about like just writing down everything for an hour yeah <laughs> like the going back and the discipline thing i wrote us in 2020 when i was first like learning i wrote this song and produced it all in one day started at nine finished like 11 p.m i was exhausted <laughs> it's like a miserable day <laughs> but i got this song all the way down and i was so hyped i was like this is so good i love it <laughs> and i uh, showed my little brother that night and, um, and he was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I, was there, I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, I was 14 hours on this song, and that's all I get. Right? And then the next morning, I, I woke up, got up, listened to the song, and it was garbage. <laughs> it was garbage. <laughs> but still, I can say, like, well, I still showed up that day. And even though the song was absolutely horrific, I still showed up. And I ended up learning something from that. You know, I'm mm. sure there were things in that song that I implemented in other songs that ended up being better. Right, <laughs> but, right.
0: <you> know, <laughs> I kind of <laughs> want to hear this song now. like
1: you know. it's really <laughs> terrible. Oh my gosh. Occasionally I you will know, go back and listen to it and it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's just painful, like a dagger to the heart. Yeah, yeah I, thought, oh, I, I get yeah. it.
1: <laughs> I can still imagine where I was trying to go with it, but it just didn't. It oh. was a massive.
0: Wow. <laughs> oh my goodness it's it's definitely moments like that they're quite humbling where you're like wow this is right. the most amazing thing and it wasn't it really was quite terrible I, you know actually it's a good thing that you guys are the songwriters and i'm not because I, I i thought i was so cool as a teenager i was like i'm writing the cool songs like i'm gonna be a worship leader like carrie jove you know yeah. i thought yeah. I was amazing and now i go pl- back and play these songs i'm like oh my gosh like burn them you know it's <laughs> bad <laughs> so
1: <That's awesome>. yeah <laughs>
0: Well, okay, so, what would you guys see is, like, the, one of the most hardest parts with making music and the music industry, but then on the flip side, what do you think is, like, one of the most rewarding parts that you guys have taken from that?
1: Oh, that's a it's great a question. question. Um, I think, to me, it's the the intersection of art and business, because yeah. um, mm-hmm. you can't just be an artist, you have to be a business, an entrepreneur, and, and you can't just be an entrepreneur, you have to be an artist, too, and so... Uh, that comes to me. It's like I have a business degree and I've I've worked in the business world, and it, that all makes sense to me. And so does the artist side. But um, the number one thing, um, exposing your emotions to critique, hmm. takes a lot of learning. I'm at a place now where it's I'm in a great. It's easy to do, but at first it's like, you know, you're you're kind of putting yourself out there to be criticized not even by by uh people listening to your music but by your label your band the people producing the music um so that's the first thing and the second thing would be just it's a world the music industry is just a tricky place to be because it is that intersection and very few people have the business and the art mm-hmm. um so to me it's navigating that and or, constantly evolving yes mm-hmm. yeah so that's to me, great. that's, that's the trickiest part. But then I think on the flip side, the same is true. Like the, the positive that I would say is that it's, yes, you're getting to do art as a, I would business. Totally I, mean, like, yeah. I agree. It's also the best part. Yeah. It's the worst part, but it is also the best part. Cause I think, you know, we're so, so privileged. We've done this for a long time and, and it's been such a privilege to like grow up. I started when I was 19 or 20 and Ezra would have been like 15 or 16 and, you know, we didn't know what we were doing, and never we never had the goal or the dream of like, oh, we're gonna be artists one day or whatever. Mm. It just snowballed, which I think God does a lot of times. Is like, He just takes something, and you're like, you look up one day, like, what the heck? How am I here? <laughs> yeah. Um, which is like, I feel that every day, mm. but I think it is such a privilege to get to do this, um, and to get to share music with people, and to even have people listen to the music. I mean, that's crazy, and I mean, I feel like it's probably we all feel similar about like you have a podcast that people listen to like what the heck is that oh you know, it's it's amazing I, it's really really such a privilege to to uh get to be here mm.
0: yeah amen to that that's so true yeah it it's such a blessing being in this culture i guess um you know knowing that we have instagram and tiktok and podcasts and music like it really is such a gift to to be able to be in this world and use our yeah. giftings in this way to glorify the lord and to grow in these different things and meet different totally. people and it's just it's yeah. an exciting adventure for sure yeah, yeah. it's super it's cool awesome
1: adventure, if that is the truth oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah
0: i know uh one of my favorite films is up and i always tell people oh, like yeah, yeah. adventures out there because it's so true like literally every single day you know you're you're gonna run into something new so yeah okay so for you guys i know our time is coming close to the end but what does the creative process look like for you guys and then what are like maybe like two or three tips that you can give someone who's wanting to walk into the music world
1: i'll start yeah, you and then start. You finish yeah. um because beecher's the visual storyteller yeah. nice um and i'm the audio oh, storyteller i so awesome. um i think Creative process. I mean, I kind of already talked about it, but I'm very disciplined with it, Um, and I like to show up at 9 a.m. or whatever time you choose. I think, I think to me, committing yourself to a schedule is super important. Hmm. Um, So if you say you're going to show up at nine, or if it's 9 p.m., if if you're creative, you know, a lot of people are creative at night. Definitely, I tend to be that way. Um, But whatever it is, like, stick to it, Um, and then. But I, I think, let's see, my creative routine, it's really all different when I'm writing a song, but it is always showing up at the same time, and then just throwing ideas at the walls and yeah. seeing what sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I usually write as I produce, and so I will start with, um, <clears throat> I'll hear a song that I am think, oh, that aspect of that is cool. And so I'll, um, I'll write something that's similar, but obviously different, um, and then kind of just build around and and slowly you just add pieces here, add pieces here. And then, uh, it's, what's really, really fun is when you have like a really good phrase that you want to write the song around. Um, like I released a solo project and one of the songs was called ugly and the idea was you're, you're falling in love, but you don't want to fall in love. And so the line is, I kind of wish you were ugly. (laughs) And so, uh, it's that I just wrote the song around that phrase. And so, Everything, I just add one thing, add one thing, you take one thing away, add more things. Um, but I'd say two or three things from my perspective on what would help people is uh, do it, be disciplined about it, be consistent about it because you can't just be disciplined for a week. You've got to be disciplined day after day after day after month after month. And then um, and have fun with it. Like yeah. at the mm-hmm. end of the day, you've got to have fun with it. And that's one of the aspects that I'm still, you know, I have fun one day and then one day it's just like, ah, this is rough. (laughs) And so, but the days that it's more fun, I come away feeling so much better about what I did that day. Um, I believe I do better work. And so that, those are the three things for me, Uh, discipline, consistency, and having fun with it. Mm. Yeah. Solid. I think mine are just, I mean, mine would be similar. And when Ezra and I write together, that's what we do is get together and just throw ideas at the wall. Um, As far as, you know, some practices or strategies, I definitely don't think I've cracked the code on anything, but I keep a ton of notes in my phone. So cliche, but like, that's such a cliche answer, but yeah. that's, that's it's helpful. Yeah. I mean, it's the best. If I, if I hear a word or, um, I, I have an entire list of like Instagram reel ideas mm-hmm. and then of, of song ideas and lyrics, like any kind of funky wording that I see that is, that inspires me or I'm like oh that could turn into something cool I write it down um and then and then the consistency I think is awesome Ezra's better that that than I am but really solid I think sleep I think I'm a Mm -hmm. massive proponent of like yeah you can be creative at night I know some people are and I can tend to be or I used to be more that way but I think I've seen the, the effects of sleep on my creativity and the more sleep I get the way better I feel and the more creativity and energy I have to put into a project Mm. um and so whatever that looks like for you I mean you know maybe you only need Elon Musk's Elon Musk needs like six hours a night you know (laughs) I need like eight hours a night so whatever that looks like for you um but I think I would that's something really practical and probably something that I wouldn't think about is like how my sleep habits and my sleep patterns affect my creativity but in my experience it has and it it does in a huge way Hmm. um so that's you know that would be my very practical very practical hey
0: you know we all need sleep that's awesome (laughs) yeah no it's it's very cool to hear how y'all are, like, working together as brothers in this music industry, but also how you guys are just both so different in your ways of thinking yes, and exactly. processing. Yeah, yes, so different. I,
1: really?
0: I literally so love it so, so much. So, yeah, I I think it would be a problem if me and my little sister were to produce anything together because we <laughs> would get nowhere. <numbers, laughs>
1: well, so. that's, really, that's, that's what's been fun is we have had to really learn how to work together and we still want to kill each other sometimes. Oh, yeah. There you go. But we've grown so much, you know, over the past five, six, seven, eight, nine years and, and realize or try to keep at the forefront of our minds. Like, okay, we're, we're on the same team. Like, I think that's with any family business with any business, but in talking to families, because it is, you know, I was talking to somebody a couple weeks ago in Santa Fe and they have a French bakery and it's all family owned, all family run. And we were just talking about the fact that a family business is really difficult sometimes, but it forces you to, to, realize first it's not all about you but also like to just trust in people like I Mm -hmm. have to trust that Ezra's gonna you know write a great hook um so that then we can give that to the label and we can create some great piece of visual content Mm -hmm. or I have to trust that we're gonna get the taxes turned in on time I turned in the tax the other day just FYI so but like (laughs) Ezra doesn't know I'm doing that behind the scenes so it's like you have to just trust that each person with their own responsibilities are doing their job yeah and Mm -hmm. I think Family business is awesome. Not everybody can do it, but I think it has been a huge learning uh, benefit to us, and huge. It's so cool to get to see Ezra like kill these songs, Mm. and get to have grown up together, and now we're doing this. It's crazy. Mm -hmm.
0: Wow, that's so cool. Man, great bonding time as well. I love that. <laughs> yeah,
1: and we need our space too. So.
0: Exactly. I feel that. I feel that. Oh, so cool. Well, guys, you know, I'm just super excited to see what God is going to continue to do in your band and in both of your lives as he's just growing you individually, but also together as a team. It's super exciting. And um, yeah, just know you have a great supporter here in Colorado, just cheering wow, you guys you on. So, so me, yeah, thank you. Hey, you guys rock. I'm very honored and just thankful that you guys came on the podcast today. And um, before we end, where can people find you? Because I want them to find your music. So where can they find that?
1: That's so kind. So we're on any place that you can stream music. If you just search Willow City, um, we'll pop up. Our next single, 7 Billion to 1, I think I can name it. Uh, We haven't told anyone, but 7 Billion to 1. The announcement. Yeah, this would be the proper. No way. It's coming out. (laughs) In February, late February, early March. Nice. Um, great, unbelievable song that I It's removed. my favorite song that we have. It's released. Unbelievable. So, Me too. Wow. So really so, stoked about that. Nice. Um, and then our website, we send out, we don't send out a ton of emails, but we'll do like special, you know, new music announcements, new videos, whatever. Um, so our website's willocitymusic.com. And we're on, then we're on socials if you just search Willow City.
0: There you go. Okay, well. Everyone who's listening, make sure you go follow them. They're super awesome. I love your guys' videos, too. They're just like, like I said in the beginning, you guys are just so full of life, and you can tell that you just have so much joy. So keep thank it up, you guys. So you guys are doing awesome things. So. Thank you for
1: having uh, us thank on. Thank so much, We're cheering you on. Thank yes.
0: you. <laughs> All right.